in the magic of Hollywood. Let's give that another shot. <laughs> there we go. Now it's gone. All right. So now we've got like a whole chunk of the beginning of the episode where it's just you fiddling around. This thing. Why is the music playing? No, I turned uh, I turned the music back off again. Oh, all right. And I turned the the volume back off again. Come on, come on, Burkoff. I'm a professional. I, I I know how to recover. You know, like when things <laughs> go wrong. You need to know how to recover. That is the number one staple if you work in show business. We are in show business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pixel Files. Who is that? <laughs> uh, I, I, am, I am the replacement for, for McMumble. I am the, the mafia boss, the grandfather. You know, I'm, I'm all your fathers, your mother's fathers, your father's fathers. <laughs> I don't know. It's so late at night. Who knows? I'm <laughs> Welcome to Pixel Pints, uh, the only global gaming podcast where we talk about two great things, which is good beer and video games. I am hosting today because McWomble uh, did what we always say, which is drink responsibly he didn't do that so he's 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 not feeling too great so he ain't showing up at least he wow. told us that before he went to bed so at least he knew it going into the situation but anyway yeah, he, yeah. he's he's so responsible that he plans when he's going to drink irresponsibly <laughs> like he knows that the night before he's a proper chap yeah it's, I, uh, I think, exactly I think it probably depended on who won the rugby right like that was that was the determining factor. No, it also determined who was going to the Super Bowl. Let's be honest, right? Right. Um, <laughs> this is this is this is the sorrows of the Tennessee Titans still losing the first round of the playoffs. You know, it happens. Mm. It happens, right? Uh, anyways, I am your host, Mitch, here in not sunny LA. It's dark right now because it is uh, twelve in the morning. Yes, so uh, we might be a little funky because Burkoff and I are both at twelve in the morning. Mm-hmm. And Evan gets to be here at a decent time, and we get to be jealous of that, right? So I'm here in LA hosting, and I am joined by Burkoff, like I said before, who is in Las Vegas. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It's been, it's been two weeks since I've been on, or just one? Just one? Oh, okay, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, one, yeah, because of the draft, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Which some of you still didn't read the rules, I can't believe you guys didn't pick keepers i was so confused i you know i was i was like oh maybe enough of us didn't do keepers and he's gonna be lenient on us and uh, no he's yeah. just took the opportunity to to be you know extra uh, extra, ruthless. Uh, extra ruthless extra rule master uh and joining us from japan we have evan piotrowski how are you doing evan uh, good, Mitch. I'm happy to hear that you started uh, started working out more. I mean, I know that you play tennis, so you're quite active, but uh, it's nice to hear. You know, we only uh, we only get one body, so that would be best to take care of it. Best, I mean, uh, I used I used to do that. my um, body weight for exercise, but recently I it's bought totally um, fine. I yeah. bought exercise bands, and I think that's helped dramatically in regards to because it's more targeting and like it, it's cheap to purchase those it's not very expensive and it's pretty much i just think not as effective but it's pretty effective still as an as an exercise tool if you know how to do it right so i came with ankle bracelets to be able to hook them to your legs if you need to it's like it it came with it's versatile so it works out 
for the most part. That's, I think it's also a good way to start because if you start off with free weights and you're not used to proper form, oh yeah, uh, you yeah, can really you hurt, hurt yourself, yourself. especially yeah. your lower back. If you're not doing machine work, which takes care of the lateral movement mm-hmm. for balance, which you don't have to deal with, with with machines. So yeah, I've in the past, I've actually hurt my back maybe twice when I lifted too much and either it was bad form or, or whatever. So yeah, bands are a, a solid way to start all that stuff. And bodyweight exercises work perfectly as well. I mean, the push-up is one of the best exercises you can really do. So yeah. Yeah, I did uh, I did torture myself uh, last week though, because I did, I so I, so I do three segments when I work out. Who knew this was going to be a workout podcast, but I guess we're going there for a bit. <laughs> um, but anyway, we, I did. Like, I did, was shaking his head. I know. Like, I can't, again. <laughs> Maybe he guys. can get some advice. He'll work off the thing that he's not feeling good with. You get a good workout and he all good. But anyway, um, is I break it into three segments. So I do, um, uh, I do ab and back as one section. So abs and back I target. And then I'll do um, arms and chest as one. And then another one, I'll do just legs. So what I did to myself was I put leg day on Friday. Well, a, gr- a friend group of mine wanted to play tennis. And I was like, okay, oh I'll, pl- I'll, I'll say I'll play with you guys. Like I usually do play on Saturdays. But what they wanted to do also was like, are you available two hours before we have our two hour session to play tennis? So I, so I did leg day. I was kind of sore because I was still trying to figure out how much weight I need to put on for all these workouts. Cause I'm still trying to figure that out. That's part of the groove, but my legs right. were already kind of sore. Then the next day I played four hours of tennis. My legs were extremely sore and I still had to play tennis yeah, two God. more days in a row after that. And so it was like, I was sore every day, but like, I also learned that, you know, like, you do want to push yourself to your maximum as much as possible and try to push past it because then your new maximum is farther than what it was before. So actually I feel way stronger in the legs than I ever did. So it was great. But anyway, um, workout things for everybody to know, but, uh, we are pixel pines. Like I said, we talk about good beer and video games. If you want to follow us, we are on live on twitch.tv slash pixelpines every single weekend. If you want to know when we go live, you can find us on Twitter at pixel underscore pints or on Instagram at pixelpintspod, which I know on both of those, I believe McWomble tweeted our draft. So if you want to see last week's episode, which we all had a fun draft selection, except Evan didn't join because Evan doesn't like to have fun, unfortunately. Uh, fun sucker. Uh, anyway, uh, he, uh, you can go check him out there. Um, and then you all can check out our episodes, uh, archived on YouTube, just go pixel pints. And then you also can find them on any of your podcasting service. We're all on those audio spaces as well. What am I missing? Oh, I do have to make one brief statement. Last week I made a brief comment about, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about Bethesda Studios and saying the games that that Starfield would be a great game, buggy, but a great game. And I take that back because buggy means that it is coming from it, that a buggy has a negative connotation. I, I, t- I take those remarks and I, I scratch them off the record and I like to <laughs> correct myself. Them. I retract it and I want to correct myself to say Bethesda makes great video games and everything they do is excellent. Nothing they do can go wrong. They are the greatest studio in video games. I've, I've never quote. seen 
one bug in a single Bethesda game. I'm no, right? never. Never. If not, maybe they just don't come to me because I, I, I swear they don't exist. I think they're lying. I think people are liars when they say there's bugs in these video games. I swear to God. <laughs> I, I don't Mitch think is Todd the one Howard that's, uh... knows what an insect looks like. Right. Is, it's is it's never known. on the screen. It's never on the screen, right? So, yeah. um, so Mitch yeah. is part of the, you're, you're part of the mod community that's uh, fixing those bugs, right? That's how no, much you love. There that's is how no much bugs. you love Bethesda. Burkoff, there is no bugs. <laughs> okay. You're 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 on something, bro. There is no bugs. Bethesda makes amazing video games that don't have any bugs in them. I like it. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we're going to talk about some interesting topics, but first, we have. Wow, and I totally forgot to hit the buttons. Not prepped like I'm supposed to. This is where I man oh, the. This is where I'm manning the, the background. Well, I, I I didn't have it ready, so I was like trying to stall. You know, you know the show business. You know, like make it make it <laughs> fake it till you make it. So I'm like, okay, I'm trying to find the button. It's like last week when I put the. If people look, you can see my my uh my OBS mistake. I forgot I had a trailer playing, uh, in the background during the time of when we when i posted our draft board right away like behind it mm. there's actually a trailer playing and it's the matrix trailer really? from back when we were talking about the matrix <laughs> reveal at the game awards i i obs is weird on some instances where you don't see those things play when you see them in the preview section and then when you post it to like go into live so i was right. like i was like uh, something is wrong. <laughs> I have to fix this. So that's what I was doing right now. But anyways, we're going to talk about beers, which I forgot mine, and mine is in my kitchen. Let me go get it. You guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can take over. Um, so they have something to do with the shop this week that I've never seen before. Uh, Kansas City, Missouri, Tank number seven or Tank seven. It's uh, nice. an, Ameri- it it's an American... Name. Yeah, it's an American Saison, which um, near as I can figure, because I did have a couple of these already, um, it's basically just coriander with a lot of hop. And I don't know if that's, you know, the way that they're defining an American Saison, but it's really good beer. Um, Is goes it down um, pretty, peppery? Goes down pretty peppery at all? I wouldn't say peppery. Lemony? Um, well, coriander. I don't know how else to describe that flavor but uh yeah it's really difficult to pour too it's almost impossible to not get a super (laughs) foamy head on this hey that's uh that looks like a perfect pour to me but (laughs) what is that three inches (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i um i should quite like it it's 8.5 so it'll get you there pretty quick five percent yeah they're supposed to be like four they're supposed to be pretty light that is an american uh, of course uh, yeah american brewers always turn it up to to 11 they can't <laughs> they can't help themselves like double what it should be not that right. that's a bad thing per se to me that's a proper session beer but uh for yeah. someone who isn't paying attention to the alcohol and they like oh it says on let me let me this looks good and then you go home you're like what the what you know well it's funny because i had a couple the other night and yeah, normally like I would drink a saison or two and be fine, right? Because they are like four and a half, five percent. Um, sure. Yeah, and I woke up the next day. I was like, why do I have a, a headache? Like the. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, right. It was that 8.5% yeah. <laughs> beer that I had three of. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks So it's, uh, you've had it two days in a row. I'm guessing you like it then. Yeah, I do like it. Um, and I'll probably pick it up again. It's like I said, it's rare f- to see something from so far east out here. Sure. A lot of times it's local stuff, California, Colorado, um, Utah. Those are like the states that we see the most craft beer from. So to see something from Kansas City, I was like, yeah, I definitely got to pick this up. Nice. Uh, do you want to go or do you want me to go, Evan? Oh, uh, you can go first. Okay. Well, technically, I'm going second. Burkoff went first. Come on. Come on. That, that is true. <laughs> we're, we're the one that's up late and you can't even get the order right here. Come on. Come on, Willis. I'm thinking about classes tomorrow. I just, my brain is all discombobulated. <laughs> hey, I, I know the feeling, man. I know the feeling. Yeah. Um, okay. We have a... Uh, well, I, I mean, I have... I, I'm almost done with these. I'm finally like getting to the bottom of the pack, which actually they're almost expired. So thank God I'm almost done getting rid of them, which is I'm still on the, the Golden Rose <laughs> ones. So I was going to let you guys pick. Uh, do I go with... Uh, you've been, with you've been both, drinking these dude. beers for like three months. Like, well, because the, well, the pack was like... So the only way I could get like the combo, like get the three different flavors was it came in a six pack each. So a six, 12, and then... Uh, 12. You bought a case. Yeah, I had to buy a full case, so it's like... How are you not done with it yet? <laughs> well... It'd be like a night and a half for me. Well, yeah, to be that's, honest... That's a weekend. <laughs> it's, it's, called, it's called moderation. Yeah. And that's something that I just... I don't really uh, well, know how to do. So what's, what's the, just, uh, well, the thing is, like, the, I like drinking on the show, and that's probably the most time I do it, because, like, all the other times right. I'm really busy, and, like, it's it's not really smart for me because I have to get up so early every morning that it's not even worth being, like, okay, having a beer, because then I'm just... Then I'm not going to be able to get my stuff done that night because I'll be too tired and just... It's That's, it's the mindset. It's the mindset of chillax, and I don't have that chillaxing mode right now. You're you're a good example for uh, and a good um, foil for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. So so which one I, do I do, fellas? Yeah. Do I go with a, a watermelon wheat ale with the honeydew and um, I can't and even, cantaloupe, I can't, or do I go with the mango uh, wheat ale? I can't remember which one you liked better. I feel like you like the mango better, so I'd start with the uh, watermelon. The watermelon? Okay. I think I like them both. Well, I mean, there was, there was the, actually three different ones. The one there was a green like, one, yeah. but that one expired. So. Um, okay. Yeah. But yeah. And we're going to do the master pole over the keyboard. I, li- I like uh, how you, yeah. you're just playing with fire every, uh, every week. <laughs> hey. Got to risk it to get the biscuit. I hope we get views out of that. Oh, that's a really bad. That's an Evan pour. Look at, yeah, look at that. that's an Evan pour. <laughs> Yikes! Wait, wait, no, that that sentence was incorrect. You said that was really bad. That was an Evan pour. You went yep. to say that was really good. That was an Evan pour. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, sift through the uh, the head there to find the beer and. Uh, Oh, yeah. That's right. It, okay, I do remember the smell of this. It's it smells like watermelon candy. I, I do remember that. It got that. Gotta gotta get some on the nose because that's how they drink it in Belgium. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. This one tasted like sour candy, like literally watermelon sour candy. Is it? Um, what is the back end like? Is it kind of sweet up front, but you get more of a beer? 
like an ale, maybe a bit of hops at the at the end of it, or what? It's um, it's the sweet, sweet and sour in the front, and then it's like got a, a slight weedy in the back. They say hops, wheat ale. Man, I haven't had a lot of wheat ales to be honest with you. There, there is one from uh, an Indiana brewery called Three Floyds, which is one of my favorite breweries, but they don't really distribute outside of the Midwest. I really miss them, and they have one called Gumball Head. Oh, it's the one I told you about with the cat with the black eye with a cigarette hanging out of its mouth. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. a wheat ale, and it's it's really really good. If uh, okay, so that's why I'm. It's, yeah. it's not it's not necessarily the wheat. Like, um, cause like it has honeydew and cantaloupe and that's what I taste on the back end. Okay. So it's watermelon yeah. and then I taste like honey. Um, and, and like just some hint of cantaloupe, like just, just, just like that. It's like, it's like when you put the cantaloupe in the fruit, in the fruit bowl, when you have all the other fruits in there and it's like you eat a bunch of fruit and then you like put a little bit of cantaloupe in there. So you get that hint of cantaloupe, but like, you're not a fan of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. It's like putting that, putting like a couple pieces of cantaloupe in your fruit bowl, so you always take a little bit of the bites after you take bites of other things. Um, but still good, still good. I think I, I think I preferred the. Oh geez, what was the green one? The, there's a green can. I think I preferred that one more than this one. So I will definitely drink this one after I'm done with this one because I think this is just too sweet. Um, so yeah. Kirk, off you're right. It's good yeah. for it's good for the ladies that like want something that doesn't really taste like beer like this is going to be your closest bet so and they want something sweet so if they like their mike's hard lemonade type stuff this or is the stuff yeah for you. or like truly's or whatever yeah. yep i mean in the here in la like the truly's is huge like it's yeah it, it's a thing that they it's, drink constantly like i go play beach big. volleyball and that's what they bring is truly's so like i could bring this and they probably would be just as satisfied yeah, Truly's is big out here too. It's not big in the Midwest. It's all about that Mike's Hard's lemonade. That's what it is. Yeah, um, yeah. and, and wine coolers. It's all the wine cooler industry out there. Yeah, and in Japan, it it was Zima, but Z- Zima's no more. <laughs> I know. It it yeah. took until twenty twenty one for Zima to pull out of Japan. I can't I can't believe it. I no dude, I was Zima. looking. I, I wanted to order some from Japan just so I could see if it still tasted like I remember. Right, like Zima in a can too. It's so weird. <laughs> oh, it's like some time capsule, but it's on the shelf in a supermarket. You can right. buy it. All right, Evan, what are you drinking? Oh, actually, yeah, before that, I do have a, I do have a snack. If you've ever seen these, Evan. Um, those aren't Takis, are they? No. I don't. They don't have. They don't have an English translation title on the front of it. So I'll have to ask my roommate if he knows the translation. But it's one of our snacks we get at the um, at Koreatown grocery store. Which actually, I'm moving, guys. <laughs> Lil, as you know, so I'm going to Koreatown. So we'll see. Oh really? <laughs> so cool. I'm, so I'm gonna be uh, like five minutes down the road, which is basically closer to Koreatown. So that will be more fun. So I get to have more fun adventures in Koreatown. Um, nice. Starting next month i'll tell you more details off off podcast but what are you drinking evan um actually i just noticed i brought the wrong beer up so um let's uh i'm gonna take a trip downstairs if you guys want to talk i i feel like i should play that um i should I like, play that like, 
It, I like how he always, he always plans this shit, and then, it, like... It's an episode of a TV show of Evan, and be like, let's go down to my basement. I am drinking. I, I actually don't know if... Uh... Dude, are you in a new place? What? Are you in a new place? I'm in my house. I bought a house. You didn't. You didn't tell us this. You didn't tell us you moved in I it yet. It. Yeah. I, well, I knew yeah, you were trying I'm to buy one. Because literally, on your Monday. backdrop looks almost exactly the same, except the fridge is on the other side. Well, I that's, was like, that's since the only when, reason that threw it do, off. Since when does he have it upstairs? I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I bought a well, I bought a house. I moved in. Uh, all right. Well, dude. Uh, what is it? Kampai. Uh, to the house. To the yeah. Yes. yeah, congratulations. I'm sorry, dude. I don't own a house. I now own a bank, a shit ton of money for the rest of my life. Hey, we we just uh, refinanced on our place, so hey, I know hey, how you feel. Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so check this beer out. Um, so this is Asahi, and you know Japan loves their yeah. gimmicks, and that extends all the way to beer. Hold the so can closer. basically what Asahi did. Yeah, sorry. There you go. It's, it's ridiculous with the text on this beer. This is Ooh. such a hideous design. So basically, it's explaining what this beer is. Actually, I think this side is slightly less ugly, but also has way too much text. <laughs> so the whole gimmick to this beer is they wanted to recreate like a frothy giant mug of beer right. in a can. So, so the whole the top entire, comes up. The entire oh, wow. top pops off, and then you get this. Look at that! This nice oh. jiggly, frothy head on the top there. Um, I love how it's quote actually, unquote dry. It's like it's giving its own self a review. You know, like when it posts dry. the review, being like top ten game of the year, and it has quotes around it. This is where it's like yeah. reviewers said it was dry. <laughs> like that's what. So it's, it's the it's the auto Evan pour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, don't even have to, you don't even have to fuck it up. The can does it for you. Um, oh. so the, the, the dry Pilsner style, a very, very dry Pilsner lager style, is the most popular style in Japan uh, you know, from, from Germany, and just it's stuck. And that's basically the only thing you can find on shelves. But, you know, the craft beer scene is getting bigger and bigger. But the reason that, I mean, it's so popular that Asahi put it on their can. It's called Super Dry. I don't know why it's in quotations, but back in the 90s, there was something known as the Dry Wars, and it was between Kirin oh, wow. and Asahi, and they were trying to vie for um, the top spot in, in Japan. And so they were just pushing, like, we have the driest beer. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't <laughs> I don't want to be drinking. Am I drinking sand or liquid? I, like, I'm not too sure here. But, Why uh, in you saying just, that makes me think of Beast Wars and thinking the Predacons versus the, uh, versus man. the, oh, geez, what are they called? The, the, <laughs> the Predacons and the, Jesus, what were the good guys called? It's not. Um, I don't right. remember. Yeah. Oh, the Transformers Beast the, Wars. Beast Wars. What was it? Predacons um, and the the uh, something oh. mammals, right? It was it was a play on the, the word mammal. Raptors. Oh, now I gotta look this up. The, the, yeah. the, the stone cannot go unturned, and this is where I wish we had I, someone I, in chat. I I will say though, um, that I think 
the only reason they went for Beast Wars is they were sitting in a meeting like, all right, we need Transformers for the new generation. And some guy said Optimus Primal. And they're like, yeah. that name is so good. We're going to build a whole show around it. <laughs> Maximals. Instead of cars, they're going to be the Maximals, animals. It's yeah. the perfect name. It's the perfect See, name. What, what I'm, so, I'm sorry, but uh, total respect. Beast Wars was the best Transformers of all no, the Transformers that they it, had it released. For me, it was. That was my childhood. That was it wasn't, it wasn't not the, the best. It wasn't the I, best even loved, it, I even loved Beast Machines. Like, even that stuff was, like, good TV to me. I, I loved I loved the aesthetic for both of those shows. Yeah, it wasn't the best, but I did enjoy it. I liked I liked the the uh terrible CG. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's very, horrible. Very Have you early, seen it recently? Yeah, it's very early CG. Oh, it, sure. it's great. It's great stuff, man. I, I even loved um when I was a kid I got uh Waspinator and I I, I remember I, I, I was all so... of them. I had the Cheetah one, I had uh Cheetor, Cheetor. Yeah, Cheetor. I had. I, I do um, remember that. <laughs> that's Evan's moving around again. I swear, good. we're in a music video, and we just don't know it. With Evan just being like, you know, singing around as he right. zooms around the house. Um, but I do remember as a kid, I could not make him transform myself. I had to ask my parents to do it for me because I like <laughs> it was too complicated for me to to transform him. Oh yes, that's right. Evan needs to show off. He has oh, black plates on his black place plates. on his PlayStation Five. For one that has one, um, uh, Insider Baseball. I'll tell you something later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yes. So that is all of us with our beers. Um, I have another one too, but I'll save it for a little bit later. Okay. Uh, so this week. We're actually kind of talking about two topics, like a mini one, and then we're like going to the big one. So the mini one is kind of what we've been playing um, lately, um, which kind of funny for me. It's it's, it's not, not a new game. I'm replaying an old one with some new DLC, but uh, I do want to show off uh, something new with it, too. Um, but we're going to go um, on what we're playing, and then we're going to talk about uh, retro games and kind of just how you prefer to play them because there's so many ways to play retro games and and uh especially with you know the talks about um spartacus uh which is playstation's uh potential streaming service coming into play um we kind of just wanted to bring up of like oh how, how would you prefer to play retro games and old games so um evan do you want to go first on uh what you've been playing sure so, because I just moved for the past couple weekends, that's why I couldn't be on the show. Um, Are you in the bathroom? I hadn't. Is it echoey in here? <laughs> a little bit, but not bad. A little bit, but not bad. I just had to ask because so, it was slightly echoey, and then the aesthetic looks like you're in a bathroom. <laughs> you got that, you got that crank a, window. Yeah. Yep, that's why. This is a very common Japanese window where it's like reinforced because of earthquakes and it's, um, you can't really see through it. Gotcha. This is actually my room, which I'm setting up. Um, I, I have like a mechanized standing desk that I'm going to put together. I ordered the butcher's block and uh, nice. I've got all my, my nerdy stuff here. Oh, that's awesome. But the so reason you're going to have a studio, dude, for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. The, the reason is that this, the, there's no attic, mm. so the ceiling is in okay. line with the roof. So the, the ceiling is like 20 feet tall in here. Like, I couldn't even... 
right. you couldn't touch the ceiling if you were on my my shoulder so it's a bit echoey. oh so you, so you can't I'll, jump I'll have to jump mitch says go yeah jump jump you need to you <laughs> need mean, to get I, the you need to get the cobwebs gotta jump jump <laughs> uh, the, the the sad thing is you will never see her majesty again she's not going to walk behind me or in front of me i have my own dedicated space for the the podcast and we don't have to bother oh come on her yeah. majesty's uh those are, those her, are her majesty's uh, in, intermingling's was the, some of the best moments of the show <laughs> Because we, we would create our own commentary around it. <laughs> well, every time I was on the show, like, I think I, I had mentioned it on um, on Discord, where we were essentially in the same room all the right. time, unless mm-hmm. you were in the bathroom or the shower. And in Japan, this is kind of a given that you're in a small space. Um, but this house is quite big. It's a three-bedroom house. It's got an upstairs and downstairs the living room is pretty big and it's just it's weird being in a space this big because i've been in small japanese apartments for the last 10 years mm-hmm. yeah uh, not complaining at all i'm i'm really looking forward to i'm like i'm gonna paint in here i'm gonna put up shelving and stuff so i'm looking forward to it but uh going back to what i've been playing is i'll, I'll keep it brief i haven't played much but uh i got into this weird like after january hit i got in this weird um, kind of strange feeling of like not knowing exactly what to play and kind of like it's almost like it was almost like Netflix where I was scrolling through all the games I'm like man I don't really feel like playing anything and then I went all the way to my library and it, not just the games that are installed on the PlayStation 5 because you can only install like two and a half games on there um, and then I saw Plague Tale Innocence and I'm like oh this must have been a play- PlayStation Plus game that I downloaded or that I forgot was, to download, yeah. but um, or at least claimed it whatever month. I'm like, I remember people saying pretty good things about it. It's kind of like a triple or a double A game. It's mm-hmm. It's got a bit yeah. of jank, but... Uh, High end double A. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, made by Asobu Games, a French developer. Um, I really like it. I think it has a really killer opening that it's the it's a tutorial... But it's got context. It introduces the characters really, really quickly, and the and it gets right into the action. I was really impressed with how quickly they they teach you the mechanics, and they're like, "All right, let's go get the story going." Uh, but also hits like a very important part in the story where you and your brother are set off on this adventure to try to escape the Inquisition in like 14th century France during the Hundred Year War. And it's got the rat tech. That's what everyone knows about this game. It's yeah. got these giant. Um, swarms. Now I have to ask: swarms Have you finished of... the game yet? No, no, I, I have not. I'm close. I think I'm close to it. It it's one of those games where you're happy that it's only going to be about eight hours or so because that's that's enough at this type of game. But you know, it's third person, kind of um, lots lots of stealth based uh, throwing stuff to distract guards to get get around, and then there's puzzles with the rats where you have to figure out how to throw fire from your sling to light torches so that the rats move away and all this type of stuff. Uh, Story is really interesting. The characters talk a lot when you're moving through areas like in Uncharted, but the dialogue is really, really good. It's one of those games where you expect it to be bad or at least forgive it if you're going into it knowing. Cheesy, right. Just bad line delivery. Also, the boy is quite small. He's like uh, five or six years old and you think he's going to be extremely annoying. And he is a little bit. But the dialogue between the sister and the boy are really good. So 
oh yeah i really really like it and now that plague tale requiem is the next game coming out mm-hmm. this year or next year i'm looking forward to it because i really really enjoy this game i know that um otaps had said he thought it was okay and I, I totally get if someone walked in to this game thinking or at least walking away from it thinking it's okay but i i don't know i really really like it i'll i'll, I'll, I'll wait to hear it, i'll yeah. wait to hear your opinion when you finish it um because there's something that happens uh near the end that one is i think awesome but then also i think the final level stretch um it introduces it, the game i will i've always said this the game does a really good job of introducing new elements to the game as you go on and to create smarter puzzles for you as the player to complete my one gripe about the game is is on the final like normal level you're going through you get introduced to a new mechanic but you're only using that specific mechanic throughout that entire time whereas i wished that the game tried to find a way to combine more of the elements together to make more interesting puzzles because you have all these skills and i didn't feel as if i had to use them all to get to the final end point i was just using this one new skill understandable and justifiable why the new skill was there but i was just i felt as a player i was like oh i i've, I've learned all these skills why can't i why why aren't you challenging me as a game to use them all like this is the opportunity this is the final level do that um but there's something really sweet that happens uh at the near the end of the game that i do want to talk to you about when once you're done so like let me know when you're done because I, I i already know what my okay. quote's gonna be and then you're gonna be like I get it. <laughs> Did you um, like it overall, Mitch? Oh, I, I absolutely loved it. I I, I think it was. Okay, yeah. I was more on the I was more on the higher end than Otaps. I mean, I I understand why Otaps would call it a good game, not a great game. Um, for me, I would consider it a great game. Um, I think the dialogue's really well done. The animation's really well done. Um, like like we kind of said, it is a it is a higher end, uh, double uh, double A game, which I think really shows it, i mean I, you could mistake in it for a triple a game and just think of it as something like the order 1886 in, in that type right. of realm even <clears throat> though it's not which is shocking it, it so looks been... really great yeah but sometimes you can see the seams when like the <laughs> the ai oh, yeah. is a bit jank when they notice you when you're not supposed to doing stealth stuff but yeah overall i, I really like it sorry yes no it's fine um I was, I'm really curious about this game, so I can't play it because my wife is deathly afraid of rats and just like she oh, just. Then you really not like the end of this game. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So like, well, if I ever do play it, like she's got to be like out of the house or whatever. Um, so I, that's I one of the reasons. I wonder if there's I... a. I wonder if there's a feature on it like um like in um oh what's that one game uh grounded where if people have arachnophobias they can get rid of things on the spiders like its legs. <laughs> its face i wonder if it, with the rats you can like get rid turn of the it, noises turn it into, pot- turn it into the potatoes or something you know that that might be an interesting feature <laughs> um, uh, a potato killed my family when i was five so, no you know, all right so uh, this is a off the topic uh story what's it, funny is so my wife used to work for a uh, breakfast place here right so she had to get up really early on the weekends and uh she would get up at like I don't know, 4.35 uh, to be there to open for this breakfast place. 
And uh, we actually had rats uh, at one point in time, and she woke up, turned the lights on in the kitchen, and saw a rat, and just freaked the fuck out. And I can still like hear the scream that she made, and like me getting out of bed, like what the hell is going on so early in the morning? And you know, and then her explaining this to me, and I'm like, I don't see anything. Like, wh- where did it go? Type of thing. Anyway, we got an exterminator. Yeah, we got an exterminator. That's a, that's a wrap on the day, man. You just go back to sleep. Right, right. So, you, just, yes. you just you just lock the door. You put something underneath the underneath the door to make sure no rat gets through, and then you call the exterminator in the morning. <laughs> oh, so, um, very very brief aside. Uh, go ahead, Matt. I just want to add something at the end there. No, so uh, I'm just really curious about the the breakdown of the mechanics of the game. So the I love puzzle games. I casually enjoy stealth games, um, and I I enjoy walking simulators when they're good. Mm-hmm. It seems like this game is sort of a mix of those three things. Is correct? That it's, it's it's a it, yeah it's a stealth walk puzzle simulator, and the puzzles okay. are it's a good job above, of balancing. Them. Yeah, and I'd say that puzzles are above average to your average like puzzle game. So like there are some that are trickier, um, okay. and do actually make you think instead of being like oh. I know the solution and just like walk by each one and do it pretty easily. There's a couple that did have me think for a minute or two, but they were not stumpers. There was no stumpers in this game where I was like, I don't know what to do. They, okay. they introduce in the beginning, it's torches and the, the rats don't like light. So if you have a torch, you're safe. And you think that at least I thought maybe that's all that they were going to do with it, but they give you interesting ways to um, move through environments with fire it's not just one thing. So it keeps right. adding different mechanics like, oh, this is how I move. I get rid of the rats in this section and they keep adding stuff. So uh, I didn't expect much going into it. And I think maybe that helped with how I feel yeah. about the game. But uh, I don't know. It, you could just try it out if you have it for free on, I don't know, Steam or if they'd ever had a sale and you accidentally bought it or something like that. I think it's it was on Game Pass at one point in time. I don't know if it still is. I think it still is. Yeah. It might be. Oh, no. That's an Evan Poor. That's an Evan Poor. Yeah, there you go. Congratulations <laughs> on the Evan Poor. Okay, moving on. Uh, Burkoff, what have you been playing? Um. So, I well, it's all day today I played uh, the original Fire Emblem. Because uh, I bought that when Nintendo released it for, I don't know, 10 or 15 bucks. Um, the digital version that they finally did an official translation for, uh, for the Nintendo Switch. I didn't buy the collector's edition. Because um, although that would be cool to have a glass NES cartridge, um, the fact that wow. it didn't come with a physical game cart for the game, I didn't, uh, I didn't opt for that. I just bought it on the eShop. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing, and uh, so that's kind of sort of what informed um, w- why I wanted to talk about um, retro games and how we like to play them and what our setups are like and stuff. Um, so I don't know if you guys want to transition into that real quick, Nuh-uh. or Mitch. Not you until what I've been, what playing. been playing. Yeah. Yeah. Don't try to. Don't try to. Sh- 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 segue when you can't do that you see do you so you see how easily that 8.5 went down you're not the host bro when you host you can do the segues but not in this place (laughs) not up in here all right technically mitch technically mitch you were supposed to talk about 
your game first, and then we were supposed to end on uh, Burkoff, but uh, you can do whatever you want. Um, excuse me, OBS I'm trying. I'm trying to be a good host and talk about other people before myself. I'm not a selfish <laughs> bastard. So, all right. So, what's the the old new game that you're playing? The old game with new DLC. I've been playing Horizon for uh, not Forbidden West. Holy cow, that game's not out yet. I've been playing <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> You lucky uh, bastard. No, I've not touched that. And wilds? I, that I know, uh, I know, um, I know. Uh, Forbidden West actually reviewers do have copies of it. They just can't talk about it. Yeah. Um, but Zero Dawn, yes, I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I just wanted to refamiliar my, familiar myself, familiarize myself Rise. with the game. Um, I haven't played it since oh god, five six years ago when it first came out, and I was guesting on. Uh, on Evan's podcast. Now look what he's doing over here. My oh, have the times have changed it since that first. Oh yeah, since, since 2017. Yeah, since 2017 wow, wow. when it was you, me, and Vin. We'll get to Vin at the end of the show. Trust me about that one. Um, in a good way. Uh, um, but uh, it was you, me, and Vin on podcast reload, and uh, you played Legend of Zelda. Breath of the Wild, your game of the year, which I think is not game of the year, overrated game of the year. And then, uh, what was it? And then it was uh, Vin played Horizon, and I was playing both. So we talked about it and just like went through each yeah, game. Yeah, you were the only one that had played both. Yep, I'm the only one that touched both. So that. so my opinion mattered more because I actually played both and didn't, <laughs> and didn't stick on one opinion and saying, oh my God, Zelda is the best thing ever because it wasn't. Um, actually, I was... Mitch... Mitch, very, very quickly, at one point, because we were running out of people to talk with from Sifted, one time Mitt, uh, Vin had said, he's like, you know what, if we should probably, if we run out of people, we should have a third person on the show. And he's like, and I think Mitch is a good fit <laughs> for the show if we were to have three people. I'm it didn't end up happening, but just so you know, uh, Vin at one point had recommended that you be the third seat on the podcast reload. Vin's got good taste. I trust the man. He's great. Yeah, so so I haven't played since then, and wow, 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 wow! This game is still great. Still, the game is great. Like the game is beautiful. I was like, wow, this game looks still looks really good. Like I was coming into it, I was like, oh yeah, I remember the game looked good, and I was like, and when we played all these great games over the last five years since then, we've had like God of War, we've had, you know. Uh, 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 the last of us part two i mean we've had some beautiful games horizon still holds up holy cow um i was shocked on how much it still held up in regards to how beautiful it looked um it still plays amazing um and so i hadn't played the um the for uh the frozen wilds yet so that's my my second reason why i picked it up because i heard the frozen wilds was amazing so um it's actually it's actually the whole collection is on the PlayStation Store for twenty bucks. So if you've not purchased and don't haven't played it, just buy the collection for twenty bucks. You get the whole game plus uh, Frozen Wilds. So um, I got I literally started that Frozen Wild section because I wanted to get to the whole point where you get to the last story beat before you finish the game. And then I was like, okay, I'll tackle um, the Frozen Wilds. Well, right before I go to the end game, because I was like, I'll finish it all, you know, tied up with a bow. Then I realized, smart enough, the game did this, but I still like went against it and said, no, no. Um, I was I was traveling to the frozen wilds, and one of the characters that uh, worked with you throughout the game, I forgot his name off the top of my head. I think it was Zed or something like that. 
Um, it's the guy that the guy with um, the no, it's the guy that uh, the the bald uh, black guy from Fringe. Um, oh, is it like or, say, or the, say he's, say he's, he's also he's also he's also the concierge in the John Wick movies. But anyways, he um, he's same actor. actor, same actor, yeah, yeah, same actor. So he um, so anyways, he is speaking to me and being like, you know you need to save the world. Like you don't need to be doing this at the moment and kind of in a way was telling me, you don't have to do this. You can actually go finish the story and you're supposed to do this after because I can understand why once I got there, it's not very much connected to the, the, the story of the first game, which is also a really interesting conversation to have in the future, which is should DLC only take place in future and not like in the middle of games. So like when you look at it, like when you play things like add that, the, add that to the Google spreadsheet, yeah, right? So, that. yeah. so that's a good that's a good topic. I mean, yeah. uh, McWamble yeah. will do it for me because he listens to the show every single week. So McWamble, please put it on the spreadsheet for me. And then <laughs> he's, he's gonna, gonna he's gonna, he's gonna message gonna me and it. say, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna yeah. message me and say, do it yourself. Um, but anyway, yeah. uh, I, I just it's an interesting conversation to have, which is you know should DLC always take place after the game? Because something like you know this where it's like. I can access this while I'm playing the main game. So if you, if the intent is for me not to be able to, to to play it after I finish the game, why give me the ability to access it before I go beat the main game? Um, so there's that. And like, I know the, I know like things like a, a, um, a mass effect has certain missions that literally are supposed to happen yeah. in the middle of your adventure but it makes no sense of like why do it after so then you have to like play the whole campaign again and maybe that's their incentive i don't know but anyway um brought up an interesting point but anyways the frozen wilds is really good i i'm really enjoying it i'm thinking about like two and a half three hours into the plot there and it is very separated um it's still really good though um the new the new uh machines are awesome uh i like the aesthetic of kind of having the frozen lands also, I'm, I'm, I'll say it because the game is five years old. So if you haven't played it, boohoo to you. I'm, I'm going to spoil a little bit for you, uh, which is um, you can get this really cool armor at, uh, um, by the end of the game, near the end of the game, which is um, it's a, what they call ancient armor. And so what happens is it provides you a force field of protection. Um, so basically it gives you like two health bars. So one of a shield, and then it takes down your health after that. And smart enough, the game in Frozen Wilds, once you get to Frozen Wilds, there are moments in the game where there's an actual machine that can deactivate your shield. Like they knew you were going to have it. And so then they intentionally Mm. found ways to make it where you didn't feel like you were unstoppable, where it did hinder you um, if you did have that armor, which I think was really brilliant because I think you could easily go into that level and be op to the max even though the the, most of those beasts are higher are at the highest level um but i think like those beasts whoop your ass yeah they they whoop your ass and so like having that having that shield really does help but i loved that it gave it had these pulsating beams that in certain areas at certain moments that would negate your shield which i think was awesome it brought tension back that i was not having because i was so op with having a shield and all this badass gear. So I, I thought that was excellent. I really, really liked that. And that was just something that stood out to me instantly. So I'm really liking it. I'm, I'm really trying to push to finish because I want to play Sifu in a few days. And then I also got to play 
the horizon uh, well i'm moving so i might have to hold off on horizon until um march so we'll see but i'm just i'm super pumped the other thing i wanted to just point out um so i was cleaning my controller this is just so I, my ps as you do as, as one, as, does. As one yeah. does so like uh i think it was like i think i can't remember why i just on the back i was seeing a lot of in the groove area i was seeing a lot of like grime gunk gunk yeah so i took like uh you know i have like those gunk. i have those like toothpicks um toothpick uh flosser things so yeah, i just yeah. took the the toothpick pointy part you bend, you bend it out and yeah, yeah. and, and i did I, I went into the crevices and started to take out all the dirt that was a bad mistake don't ever do that because what happened was the sticker was starting to come off and so what happens is when I'm holding the controller, I feel the sticker coming off on this finger. And it was annoying. It bugged me so much. Like, you have, you have no idea it was bugging me so much. And I was like, I don't want to rip this off, though, because when I ripped it off, the, the, the feel on this area feels funny now. And so, like, I can't even hold this controller anymore. So I had to get a new controller. So um, I wanted to show was- it, I wanted to show it off because I thought because I do like it and I um, I got it for like thirty five dollars on Amazon, um, okay. so the best part it's USB C, so um, to to connect it so it actually charges way faster. Um, and it's for the the PlayStation Four. Uh, yes, so this is for PlayStation uh, Four. Okay, so that's what it looks like. So it's got all the features that you get with a regular um, wow, PlayStation with a regular 4. DS Four. Yep. It's got the the speaker. It's got the touchpad, and then, like I said, it's got a. It's instead of the. Um, Interesting. It's got a USB C port, so actually I can charge it. My phone is charged by USB C, so actually right. I can charge this with my phone charger, which is next to me. Oh, that's cool. So that I don't uh, have to. For, like... uh, so for audio listeners, um, for audio listeners, yeah. for yes, people yes. that are, don't have any video, it it looks like a switch pro controller in how like thick it is a little beefy but it's uh kind um, of like i would say it looks more it, it looks I think, like a ford fiesta maybe no what i would say it, it looks <laughs> like uh it looks more like your ps5 controller uh grab your I ps so. go get it's, your ps5 controller let, let me let me look at it let me compare uh, they're, they're, what's they're the what's the company that makes it i'm curious oh that's a good question. Because back in the back in the day, Mad Cats was the fucking third party. I can't. Yeah, Mad Cats. C A T Z. How yes. did they get away with that? I have the. It was, a, it was a different time. <laughs> Mad Cats. Um, what a stupid name. Was, Kinas. Was the controller. Uh, it's called K E N N E A S. Um, it's a penis. Wa- that is one. Penis. Alphabet letter away from so, but the other thing, but the other thing that was fascinating, um, the other thing that's fascinating is that there's actually two additional buttons on the back that you can program. Uh, Okay, so there's pro. So for me, um, it became it became tricky. Uh, You do have to program them individually, and they're not programmed by the game. Like you have to reprogram them based off the game you're playing, which made it difficult at times. So um, at first, I did find it for Horizon. I would use it to use them for the time I had to click down on the thumbsticks. I would use these instead, which actually yeah. came in handy um, that way. But then when I went to go play other games, I'd accidentally tap these buttons, and then I would do things that I didn't want to do. So I just turned it off. 
Um, I will say the, the it is way lighter than uh, all the other controllers I've ever had, um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But I wish it had more weight. Um, the 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 sticks on them. Um, so I did play the PS Five um, before, and I got to play Astrobots, and it re- uh, the trigger is a lot stiffer, and it reminds me of the PS Five controller with the um, it doesn't have it doesn't have the same mechanic in regards to like. Uh, the the re- right. resistant uh, sticks, but it feels like that for how thick it is and how heavy it is. Um, and the only other issue that like I had to like learn to work around is these sticks are so much lighter. So it it it, it is very very su- I have to be a lot more subtle with my movement. Um, so I ended up having to adjust um, the sensitivity of the axes um, on Horizon to get the aiming right. Um, cause it how was is too it, light. How is it compared to the power a Xbox controller? Cause that's the one you use for your PC. Right. And that has the little buttons on the back too. Uh, Oh yeah. You mean this one? Yeah. Um, well this one, well, this one's an Xbox actual an Xbox controller though. Like I don't think it's made by a third party or is it? Are you sure? Oh no, it is power. A. Uh, yeah. Cause you described it to me and I was like, that's the same one that I, that's the one that I have. I actually have it hooked up to my Xbox One. Uh, the sticks are way lighter. Um, the controller has way more weight to it compared to the other one. Um, the one complaint about this Power A um, controller I do have definitely is so on the back here. Sorry for the people on the podcast uh, that are listening audibly. Uh, I'll try to explain it. But on the back, yeah. there's these little widgets that I can slide on each side. And I uh-huh. think I think they're prerequisite settings. So you can have three settings on this controller. But the issue is when you put the controller down, sometimes the slider slides. That's weird. Mine doesn't and, do that. And so when I pick it up, sometimes I'm trying to hit the triggers and the triggers aren't working. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? Like I was trying to play Forza once and my car wouldn't move right away in the beginning of the game. And I was like, I feel yeah. like I should be going faster than this. Like if I'm pulling the trigger all the way down to go, I right, should be right. going right. And then I find like, oh, I need to push this thing all the way back because somehow it got pushed down. So that's my only hiccup with this compared to comparatively like this one only has one setting, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like them both. I mean, they're both good. Um, I've, I've enjoyed using these off brands. Um, I haven't used off brand controllers since um, PS2. So I didn't use any off brands from yeah. PS3 and I'm kind of happy i use this off brand and I'm, i'll continue to use this off brand for my ps4 i'm actually really really liking this controller so um yeah i just wanted to share the new controller and 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 let people know of like there are there are good alternatives out there if you don't want to spend the i didn't want to spend the yeah. full price on a new controller i didn't because again like i tried to like look ahead of time being like can i use a ps5 controller on a ps4 and maybe just save some money that way and like you know just buy an extra controller for when i get myself a ps5 and that's not an option so i was like okay what's the next next best thing i can do off-brand controller so there you go Burkoff. that went a little <laughs> longer than i expected um no worries. i'm actually i'm i'm interested yeah, so, you and yeah. you and off-brand controllers. Maybe we should have just did a segment of off-brand controllers. You know, <laughs> yeah. And, like, cause I have another off-brand controller over here for my GameCube, which is like the it's like a see-through. So like you know, like there's there's. Oh, thing. interesting. So, okay. So you know, I, I'm full of full of off-brandies. What the, <laughs> what the fuck is Evan doing? 
<laughs> Her Majesty is making him uh, slave away. Uh, move, move, move some more crap. Move stuff. Yeah. Uh, looks like he's yeah, done. Only, only Her Majesty would give me some fucking homework to do in the middle of a podcast. And you, just, and, and you were just, just talking just about how she would never like interfere yeah. with the podcast because you're in separate rooms. Yeah, I um, in in my heart of hearts, I knew it, that was a lie, but uh, I didn't think it would happen like 30 minutes after I said that. All right, Burkoff. Right. What uh, what's uh, you you get this party started? You're the one that wanted to talk about this topic, so yeah, yeah. So um, I'll kick it off. Beer, Lagunitas IPA. I haven't had this in a while, and I bought a six pack recently. Um, nice. I'm actually really happy with my purchase too, because I don't remember Lagunitas um really being all that good. It was just like it was just a it was just a hoppy IPA, but um. This one is, I feel like they've changed the formula. It tastes way more citrusy hmm. than it used to. Oh, before you start, I completely forgot. It comes with uh, earbuds for... for um, The third-party controller? With the third-party controller. So so you can... So you can... <laughs> um, so... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> What is going on? This, Dude, this, this is, is yeah. not mine. What this is, is just, her majesty's? Why do you have this? What the fuck is this? <laughs> what is it's an American for, it's an American flag for, shirt. Yeah, for our audio listeners, uh, Evan has came into the room wearing what looks like would be a, a onesie uh, for the Olympics of an American yeah. flag that you would wear <laughs> in the gymnastic center for your uh, for your gymnastics routine. <laughs> You look. You look right. like you're. You look like you're headed to a Fourth of July party. That's. Uh, I was thinking. The the, way, I was thinking the pool. That looks like a Fourth of July pool shirt. Yeah, that could be that. Yeah. You know, just it's a. Uh, it's one you want to remove sorry. immediately, but it sends a statement right away. Yeah, since there's no central heating, heating cooling system in in Japanese houses, you have to have individual AC units for each room, and there's nothing in here right now, so. I'm going. I'm going full Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> oh my! It's fucking cold. Oh. For people listening, so our weird. audio ones, please go to YouTube and go to Pixel Pints yeah. and watch this episode because this one is not. This one you can. It can't be justified listening to this one. You must. It must be seen to be believed. <laughs> Burkoff, let's get to the it, topic. Yeah. Let's <laughs> So I yeah I wanted to talk about the the best ways to play retro games and how we prefer to play our retro games. Um, I have um, well I brought this uh, with me for on the show. This is my Odroid Go Advance um, that I purchased recently. This is uh, like a handheld that you have to put together that comes from Korea, um, and it runs uh, Emulek, which is a version of Linux that has um, uh, RetroArch on it. Um, and so you can do all kinds of systems for it. Um, and that's one of the ways that I like to play my retro games. But I also have like the Genesis collection. I bought that for the 360 when it came out. I bought it again on Steam when they re-released it. Um, you know, if you own a Nintendo Switch and you pay the 20 bucks a year for Nintendo online um you have access to a whole slew of uh, super nes and nintendo games um if you pay the extra you have the n64 and genesis games 
if you don't already have the Genesis collection for Switch. Um, some people are very enthusiast when it comes to their retro games, and they um, are, you know, old school dedicated hardware, the original stuff. They got to have that. Um, some people prefer to have the newer, more um, advanced hardware. Um, like, uh, Evan, you were talking about with, uh, like the analog products, um, which are right. very sort of refined, um, luxury retro products. And so, yeah, I was just kind of curious, so, you know, sort of what you guys, uh, what your favorite ways to play old games were and just talk about some of the different ways that you can play old games. Um, cause I'm actually thinking about digging my old... Uh, Panasonic TV out of my garage, which the same TV that I had when I was played Final Fantasy seven, VII, eight, and nine on, um, and getting that hooked up, you know, and playing those games again. So, uh, for me, it's just it's it's. I don't care how I play them; I just want to play them. And like, I guess for me, having it readily available on whatever hardware is currently available is what i would really prefer um like if i had a ps5 right now i want to be able to play all my old stuff on my ps5 because if you think about it like as we've gone on through the generations controllers have gotten better where they don't get worn down as much and i do have a ps2 right now i do have a ps3 like i literally have some ps3 controllers right here um yeah within reach of the camera (laughs) right mitch (laughs) Uh, I love it. Old staple, right? Uh, and so yeah. for me, like when I'm t- when when I'm touching my controller right now, which that sounds really dirty, uh, but anyways, uh, um, <laughs> doing this, you know, oh, yeah, make it vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> didn't expect it to go in that direction. Like this got six axis on it, not the not the dual shock. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, the buttons are worn out, you know, like the X button, you know, as the, as these control, but I would say the X button isn't as worn out on this as my PS2 controller. So it's, so it's just like, um, you know, the controllers do get better and better where they don't wear out as much uh, when you use them, the more you use them. So I just, the issue with me of like what, what I'd love to go play back on my PS2. Sure. I'd love to play it on my PS2, but I think right. that, but I think there's constraints with that. You know, you have to find converters for AV AV cords to get you to to put it into HDMI, which there are some out there, but at the same time, it's it's a hassle, right? Uh, and and, and, I, and can be expensive. It can be expensive. Yeah. And is it really worth it? Why 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 do all that trouble when you could just play it on your new console, right? And it, you should just be able to put the disc in and it should work, right? Or, or in some fashion of the word. I mean, that's what Xbox does and that's what they got right, which is, and you know, everyone's like, why, why, what's this whole thing? You know, Xbox brought in the conversation, which is not a bad thing that they brought into the conversation. It was because they had a lack of games, except for Bethesda that makes amazing video games and they come out releases every <laughs> single year and they're amazing. Amazing. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Um, but uh you know i just i 
I, I, I don't understand why we can't just play our old games. It's just, I, I was literally having a conversation with a developer about that um, recently. And it was, um, we were just reminiscing about how I, I used to have a PS3. I used to have the fat and yeah. I had the, and, and unfortunately it got stolen um, uh. from, uh, from my sister's boyfriend uh, who robbed our house um, while she was dating him. Jesus. I, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but the issue came into play was, when that got stolen, they stopped making them backwards compatible. So I couldn't find yeah. one. And it's it was just so infuriating and frustrating because I already sold my PS2. And I I was relying upon the backwards yeah. compatibility of that console. So I just... I, it's, it's so a you're, tr- you're, it's you're a, in the camp. You're in the camp of they should carry it forward. I, I think they should carry it forward or just make it accessible for you to buy. Like if, if if you can't put the disc in, like I don't mind buying it a second time right now if the digital yeah. library transfers over. Like I'm so happy excuse me. I'm so happy that they are making these remasters. Like I'm fine with that because you know, they get to touch up the game a little bit. It does look nicer. Um uh, like I was playing As I was playing some the, extra features. Right. And I was playing my Prince of Persia uh game on my PS two and because of the AV uh, cables, what was happening was there was a giant, was just a single bar that kept going down and down and down <laughs> and down. Oh, sure. And it was messing with my image. And like I tried everything to make it fixed and it just wasn't working. And it's just not, it's not the same as if you plugged in an HDMI. It's not going to do that when you plug in an HDMI cable. It's right. like I am fine with us doing it that way because it makes it, it makes the games better, right? It makes them easier to play. It makes them more accessible and it makes them look better than what they were when we played them the first time, which is why wouldn't you want that, right? I don't know. These people are being like, purists being like it's gotta be on an old crtv and like sitting in my living room and i got i gotta be wearing the shirt i wore when i was 12 years old and like you know where's the jiffy where's the where's the jiffy where's the jiffy pop that i had when i was a kid or or where's the big league chew i was uh, i was chewing when i was a kid to like go with it i i just don't get it i really don't um i i i i do love the 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 uh, the importance of preservation of these consoles that we used to have but to say of like there is such a fanaticism of putting on your old console on an old school tv and with the old controller and trying to live the glory days in that and then play these old games that way it's like you're doing yourself a disservice really because you could get it you could get a better version of your favorite game i i will say though Okay, so let, let's move this conversation to CRT TVs. I will say, um, partially, Mitch, that isn't true only because... Um, what isn't when true? That you're getting the best version of what the game looks like on modern... Um, displays or TVs. Oh, sorry, I meant you could, you could be. Not necessarily you are, but you could be. Sure. Most I guess likely. it really depends on what you pick. Right. It really depends on what you care about and how you're saying that there is a person who wants to play it on the actual console with the TV that it's designed for and so on and so forth. But there is a conversation to be had about CRT TVs and scan lines and S video output versus sharp pixels 
which is not what these games were designed to be. So if anyone's familiar with like retro scene Twitter, lots of people post pictures of sharp pixels, which is basically the clearest version of what the game looks like on, let's just say, a PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 versus what it looked like on a CRT TV. And what happens is, because of CRT TV... I, I, hate to, I hate to stop you there. I feel like you got that from me because I constantly retweet CRT bot. <laughs> um, it's probably you, you and the well-read mage. Also, it's you. You tweet. are the one. You are like the that, culprit. Yeah. I was like, oh, I love these. I love those tweets. Like, I'm always retweeting that shit. Oh, it's it's great and it probably yeah it's either you or the well-read mage or maybe the combination it's of both. both of you if you both like something <laughs> it'll both. appear on my on my feed so it's it's probably you so when these developers are making these games of course they're looking at like they know what the pixels look like but when they're designing these characters they're seeing what it looks like on a crt tv and what the crt tv does with scan lines and and so on and so forth i'm have no idea about the the tech to get into any of the technical aspects of this, but it slightly blurs the pixels in a way that makes it, you know how like a, like a, a, like a Monet, almost, yeah. right? Uh, a Rembrandt, which, which, who am I talking about? Monet, Rembrandt, where if you look really closely, it looks like nothing. It's just dots on a, on a, paintings of dots on a paper. But I the f- further you get away, you see the full picture and it's this amazing landscape of people in a park with trees and it's really, really colorful. And um, what a CRT TV does is you look at these pixels, it looks like a whole lot of nothing, but it's blurred in such a way how the scan lines work with the pictures. When you pull it away, it actually makes it look better than if it was sharp pixels. Mitch, I understand that you don't care about that stuff. In a way, I also don't care about it, but there are people out there that prefer the scan line version to this stuff to sharp pixels. And, uh, well, well, no, I would actually, off, I would actually argue to you to say that I think the sharp pixel looks better. Okay, uh, yeah, and some, and people, some people, people do prefer it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about you, Burkoff? Do you have a? I preference? so I tend to like um, I tend to like the 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 old aesthetic, um, and one of the things that I've been messing around with. Uh, recently in RetroArch is all the different shaders that you can apply to the image to make it look like a CRT, which I think is really interesting because... Um, Not all CRT genline um, filters are created equal. Some of them, some look bad. No, so yeah, so back back in the day when, they, when people first started doing this and like, oh... We'll do a scan line effect. It always looked horrible, and it was like, "You, yeah. why the, why the hell are you even doing this?" But recently, um, some of the newer stuff that people have been doing to the image actually does replicate the experience pretty closely, um, and I think that it's a nice uh, middle ground for people like myself and people like Mitch. Like, uh, you know, Mitch doesn't care about it; just fucking ignore it altogether. Versus he wants them crispy pixels, baby. Well, I think. Well, I think. There's, I mean, if you, if it was intended to be like that that type of way, you probably could just put a filter on the image to make it look that way. Like it's it's it's, well, it's yeah. an easy way to do it, and clearly the studios don't don't care about that because I think if uh, like I think if it, if how how should I word this? So when they're making, there's let me give the example of Final Fantasy. You know, like seven, eight, and nine. Like I played, I played nine. nine. I nine was the most, most recent yeah. one that I, I played. Um, 
I do have a second reason about talking about that in a minute. But anyway, to get to what we were talking to, um, like when they were making those, they could have just added a filter. And I think they would have respected the game if like if they wanted just wanted the image to look that way, they would have done that. Um, instead we of just making a crisp fancy nine on a CRT TV, there was no use, no need for a filter. No, 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 no. I'm, ta- I'm talking about when they re-released it on consoles. Right. Recently. Oh, even, and it's, yeah, and it's a clear image. It's not something that has that filter that they could have, and they could easily have done it and they chose not to. So maybe, yeah. maybe the point is these people like yourself, Burkoff putting you in that park right there putting you in that that team that you guys are caring too much about it when maybe the developers prefer it to be the clear image and don't want it to have you seen what they've done with chrono trigger on mobile and the pixel remaster they don't know what they're doing i don't trust them to make good decisions anymore (laughs) well with square square in particular but But every but every game i've seen where it's it's always been clear pixel images and so it makes me question whether you know what if the developers preferred it that way and it's because of the technology wasn't available to them to make it clear pixels that they always wanted it to be clear pixels well so all right there's an interesting conversation here with regards to the emulation scene versus the industry um well hold on before you get there i just wanted to add another note the reason why i like these updates that they're also releasing is they make them more accessible for players and i'll use final fantasy 9 as my example yeah i did not want to grind through final fantasy 9 i enjoyed like I was like, okay, I've never, I've, I've played all the old Final Fantasies before, and I don't have time to like go through this. I knew those games had were very long RPGs. There's a lot of, um, dude. There's a lot of grinding that's involved to be able to get your level ups and then be able to work through the combat system. So what I did was I sped up the speed, and then I yeah. also changed the setting where my damage was nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine which then allowed me to just go through the story and do all the quests and have fun in those aspects. And I did understand the combat system that was there at the time. And it, and I didn't have to like, I didn't feel like I had to l- learn it and, 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 and enjoy it because I was like, I know what kind of combat system this is. Um, I played yeah, all the final yeah. fantasy games and it's not that much different. So, I, yeah. so, so I think it Can't. made it, so I, I think it made it more accessible for me as the player, which I really appreciated because I don't know if I could have gone through that game if I did if I didn't have the settings available. Yeah, so I can't I cannot harsh you for using that stuff. Like the, those elements of those games in the re-releases are are godsends, especially for um, you know somebody like me that doesn't always have the time to mm-hmm. go through these games again, but wants to relive the experience of them. So the quality of life stuff is um, is very much appreciated, and that's part of the reason that I'm playing the original Fire Emblem on my Switch and not on my computer mm-hmm. through emulation because it's already got the quality of life stuff built in it on the Switch. Yeah, I used to. Got, um, I used to, yeah. uh, uh, and I only say I, I I have the emulation version of a couple Pokemon games, but I have them because I actually. I bought them when I was a kid. So I do have ownership in them. I just don't, I can't find them at the moment. But anyway, uh, but when I did uh, that, but when I did that, I go through Pokemon and play it like four times the speed. 
And that's what we did in college right. was like, we would do that to have fun because it's like, we know exactly what's happening. We know what kind of combat system this is. And we're just trying to get through it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I should say that most of the stuff that I've loaded on here, I own the physical uh, PlayStation one discs or like I own the Atari vault. By the way, on Steam. I own everything I emulate, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not everything, but yeah, um, yeah pretty damn near. Uh, I mean, Burkoff, uh, it would be great to find an emulation of our Tomb Raider games that are unplayable. <laughs> right, exactly. So, like, yeah, I bought those on Steam, and like a couple of them are not playable. You can't even I, play I have, them. I have no qualms. Why of, sell uh, them on Steam? That is the most confusing thing I've ever seen in my life. I just got my money. I'll happily emulate it. It's not a problem. <laughs> I guess. I was just, I was just shocked. <laughs> They got my money multiple times. I mean, I'm waiting I was, for my when I was a kid and now. I'm, I'm waiting for my mom to send me my. I, my mom has a lot of my games still, so she slowly sends me boxes of games, and I'm still waiting for my Tomb Raider games because after playing the first one right. again, I really want to keep playing them. So, like, I, I I'm waiting for her to send me my disc with all the Tomb Raiders so I can go play them. <laughs> Yeah, so I I don't know. I, so getting back to what I was saying, I think there's. Um, it's a there's an interesting conversation to be had with where the emulation scene is at versus where the industry is at so the industry is at the place right now where emulation was i would say 10 or 15 years ago um and that is they're they're releasing these products and remastering them um to the same degree that we were able to with emulation like i said like 10 years ago um, but now, like, you've actually got, like, these really impressive shaders that do make it look like it looked on those old uh, TVs, you know, um, and things like that. I think you'll start to see that stuff trickle into the commercial products um, just because of the fact that people are actually putting time and effort into developing that kind of stuff in the in the hobby scene. Um yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, if you can, uh, in the future, buy, you know, if Square Enix actually, you know, gets off their ass and wakes up and listens to their audience, um, if you can buy a copy of an old Final Fantasy and be able to overlay it so that it looks like it did, you know, when you played it back in the day. I think it's something that, I think it's something that people would, you know, be interested in. I would be curious um, on a poll. Sure. I think I might pull our Discord on it. Just to see how many you, of the um, fellas would want. Well, actually, maybe because you're all older than me, you probably would care more about it than I do. And maybe maybe it, not. It might I, be an age know, type thing. Because I have a feeling Liam wouldn't care. No, yeah, Liam probably wouldn't care. Keith would probably give me shit. He'd probably side with you and be like, why do you <laughs> want to, you know, just right. fucking dig your TV out of the closet, you know? He, he'll give his opinion next week. You like, you watch. He will. He always does. He always got so, notes. He's got notes. All right. Um, Evan, you bought an analog pocket, right? Yeah, to be delivered uh, by December of 2022. Yes. But you're excited, you're excited for it, right? And did you watch all the videos uh, talking well, I, about I like the you know how they replicated the screen and got all the pixel perfect stuff and all that? Have you, have you dug into the tech at all? For the price, I researched a shit ton of YouTube videos to make sure it was something that I definitely wanted. I think it was a bit too expensive, but it is one of those things where I know it's going. It's 
in 20 years time, it's going to be a very rare piece of equipment and there's really nothing else like it. I have a Game Boy okay. Advance, which was uh, a modified version with the, the backlight, the AGS-101, oh, right. I believe is the manufacturer number. The SP. Yeah. conked out and I can't play any of my Game Boy or Game Boy Color or Game Boy Advance games. Not that I do that often, but it is one of those things where the analog pocket is such a beautiful looking system and it has so many options to play things that you just can't play anymore. And I'm not much of a, um, a handheld gamer, but when it comes to something like uh, Game Boy games or Game Boy Color games, that is the way that they're supposed to be experienced, if you want to say it like that. Yeah. And although I'm not buying any of the other premium like analog systems that cost a lot of money, like the you know their version of the Super Nintendo or the Nintendo or the the Genesis or Mega Drive or even the TurboGrafx 16, which they've released. Uh, hey Daisy, little <laughs> I, I yes. saw that. She's getting upset. She's checking, yeah. Oh, I was, I, I was I thought it was someone in chat, and I was I was like, "There's no one in chat." <laughs> what the hell are you talking hey, about? Hey Daisy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, my dog. <laughs> She got excited. She heard me say TurboGrafx 16 and she uh, popped in to see what was up. Well, right. talking about Bonk's Adventure. Now that we're talking um, about cats, my favorite cat video is one where there, there was the. Ma now that you were doing this with your hands, I have to now. I was going to say, we were not talking about cats. I'm well, sure what, what ended up happening was there's a person being like, well, every time I type on my computer, my cat tries to type on it because it's trying to get my attention. So what it got it was it got its own little mini laptop. So it sits next to its master and, and it types on its own little keyboard while the master types at theirs isn't that do what you got to do to uh there you go Perk off. You, need to, you need to get your cat a little mini pc oh yeah i might i might have to um, do that yeah your, your your wife would probably think it's hilarious <laughs> get some headphones get some headphones to put on its head <laughs> um i guess speeding up some parts of this conversation i i think the, the retro <laughs> mini consoles you know, like the, the PlayStation Mini and the Super Famicom Mini and the Famicom Mini. Yeah. I buy those, and I played all of them, and they're and, and they're a nice and, you know, people who want to play these things on a CRT TV and that they're, they're not necessarily enthusiastic about those systems, but it is a good avenue to uh, play a compilation of generally well-received games from those specific systems. And they're really nice, like, if you like physical stuff and you, you're a bit of a collector. Like, I, I'm right. a bit of a collector only because I don't have the room for it, or I never did until now. So I always bought, like, small shit small was, as much as I could do and then, like, throw it in the closet. Um, now that I have more room, I might explore actually collecting stuff. But the mini consoles are, like, a nice avenue. They're not a perfect solution to all this stuff. But, hey, if I can play Yoshi's Island on a really a mini Super Famicom with a super famicom controller like hey hdmi perfect i don't give a shit like i'll play it if even if it's not the perfect version of the game like i i don't like mitch he's saying like i don't care about sharp pixels or whatever to an extent i don't either i was just kind of bringing that stuff up but uh oh here's an ultimate question for you then burkoff because it seems like evan and i are in the boat of we'd rather be able to have accessibility to the game than to have it look like what it's quote unquote supposed to look like or looked like back in the day your preference yeah. if you could either have the game available to you but it was but it was available in the old style of the crtv 
or not have it at all, what would you prefer? What do you mean? So like, uh, completely retro or nothing. Oh, sorry, at sorry, all. sorry, like sorry. I, sorry, I, I, said, I, just, I, I totally said that wrong. It's giving you what you want. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, uh, absolutely. No, 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 no. I mean, um, you get the version, but it doesn't offer any kind of filter. It can't look like it was on the CRTV. But that's the only way you can get it. Right, so or generally, you never would get it at all. And like generally, generally, I'm going to opt for convenience, right? Like, like I said, uh, you know, I'm playing Fire Emblem on my Nintendo Switch because it has the quality of life features that shit's already built in. Um, I can hit a button. I can share a screenshot. I can share a video clip on Twitter. Um, and Hit that share know, button, it, baby. Know. Share, share, share. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't do that with an old console. Um, that just doesn't exist. Wait, they don't. So, wait, the, you mean my PlayStation Three controller right here? You know, my red one because I had a black one earlier. So more, more, I'm grabbing more and more. Doesn't have a share button. Three. There's no share the button. I don't. The DualShock Three is my favorite controller of all time. I don't have so. a share button. There's no share button. Yeah. I got a select button. Is that real? Is that a real thing? <laughs> I don't think yeah, it more. exists anymore. What does that mean? Or, or the start button. I don't think the start button exists anymore either. It's the options button. Right. Why do we, why yeah, did so, we get I mean, rid of I'll, the start button? Maybe that's another topic for another episode. Why got rid of the start button? Like, the options button is still the start button for a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, would have rose by any other name, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I um, I feel like I'm slowly working my way towards some type of a a hybrid setup for myself. Because um, there is a way to extract. Like if you own the Genesis collection on Steam, there's a way to extract those ROMs. So technically, you le you legally own it. You don't have to download it from shady source. Um. The same is true for the Atari Vault, which I also own. Um, you can extract those out and uh, you know put it on something else, another device that will play those uh, games. And probably getting like a like a Raspberry Pi um, or a similar device and having it output to composite video and using my old CRT TV. Um, so it'll still have, it'll still be connected via Wi-Fi. So it'll have retro achievements. So I can have the achievements pop up when I play the game. Um, that's awesome. And that's, yeah, that's how you gotta do it. And gonna... it'll and it'll have the you know the aesthetic and the feel of a uh, playing an old school console. You know, so you know, Brooke, that's sort of what I'm what I'm working towards. You talking uh, about this own. makes me imagine of you with like either your child or like your your nephews <laughs> or something being like, "Let me tell you about this, old kiddo. This is a recreation of the old school television yeah. of how things would look like back in my day, back when we were young, <laughs> whippersnappers just like you." Um, Another another very 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 confusing accent from Mitch Sikorsky. <laughs> Not sure who you're trying to be, but uh, I'm here all day. I'm I, here. I, I, I'm here all week. Okay. I'm here all week. Uh, um, but uh, okay, final question then to 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 wrap, wrap her up. Um, you know, sure. tied in a bow and all that fun fun jabokely. Um, yeah, 
Jabogli is a real word in my brain. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> after, after two beers, it is right. Um, I'm only on one, guys. It's just one. It's just really late. It's one thirty. It's late. I'm 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 tired too, so that doesn't help. Tired and I'm drinking and I'm not falling asleep. I'm I'm totally here, but it's just like whoa, <laughs> focus. Um. Anyway, wow. Um, my question is so it's actually a two parter. So it's the magical world of if you could have it the way you want it. Here you go. Right. What is one game you're like? I will not compromise. It has to look in the old style. That is the way it should look. Oh. That is the way it always will look. And then two, what's a game you would be willing to compromise and say, I'm willing to have that look in the fresh pixely way? Um, oh, that's a good, that's a really good question, actually. Um, Evan, do you have an answer to that to those questions? Actually, yeah, I do. I got. Uh, I thought he. I thought he went of, down. Uh, I thought he went down. <laughs> for, like for, the audio, the for the audio listeners, he ducked <laughs> down below the camera, and I thought he was hiding from the answer. Yeah, I thought he was escaping um, the podcast. I know. Ser- well, seriously, he's been running around and not being on camera for like half the episode. <laughs> oh, right. dude, it took me five months to buy this house. I'm gonna walk through all these. I'm gonna annoy the shit out of McWomble by walking through every single room in this Keith, house. Keith, Keith is uh, Keith is on the yeah. chat and he asked if you moved. <laughs> Listen yes, to yes. the beginning of the podcast, McWomble. <laughs> Dude, I on Friday I got way too drunk and I was with Her Majesty. I'm like, and I I turned the music up with like subwoofer and I started jumping up and down on the on the floor. It's like. It's I, I live in a fucking house. I can do whatever I want. She's like, well, not at, not mm-hmm. whatever. You, d- leave me. Alone. Don't break my imagination. I'm like a small child. Um, for Did, some reason, what, I have what, two hold on, of hold on. When you were jumping, six. when you were jumping around the house, were you what? listening? Were you listening to the song going? Jump, jump, make you want to go. Both, jump, both look jump. sealed. Too. I I probably should have Mitch, but I was just uh I just wanted to test it out. I'm like, I'm oh, no one lives below me. I'm disappointed. I can do whatever I want. That's yeah, a sub. That's a subwoofer song, man. That's a subwoofer song. Yeah, I do have my uh record player set up here. I gotta collect more records now. Spend okay. Nice. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, stay so stay on topic. <laughs> to answer your question, I would say, oh, a game like oh, caught that in midair. Holy shit. A game like Secret of Mana or Final Fantasy VI or Chrono Trigger. Right. I would like to see what they're doing with the two, the terribly named 2D HD series. Oh, um, yeah. With Octopath Traveler. And the next thing that they're doing is Dragon Quest Three, Because right. that's one of the best-selling, most beloved games in Japan. And that's probably why they're re-releasing it. But this kind of 3D, 2D melding of, and but it, it keeps the generally so the like the, the overall aesthetic design and the feel and the atmosphere of a 2D game, but basically just flipping everything up like a pop book, a pop up book and giving it depth. I would take any art JRPG turned into that, uh, like these three games for sure. <laughs> uh, one game that I don't think would work well with that is something like I can't believe I have these. Um 
Super Mario 3D World. I would prefer this to be as it is. Uh, the only thing... It's just Super Mario World. Oh, yeah. Did I say 3D? Yeah, you That's did say 3D World. I'm sweating a little bit. But by the way, the second the, the, after the after the episode where I said Hefweisen instead of Hefferweisen, and Erebus Jones is like, I think you missed a syllable, dude. I I was sweating. I was sweating so much. For all I pur um, purport to to know about beer, to not even be able to pronounce <laughs> the name of the beer is a is a bit embarrassing. There should actually be a Pixel Pints End of the Year Most Embarrassing Moment Award, and that should be one of there should be a blooper reel. Let's be honest. <laughs> None of, us, um, none of us have the time it, to go through uh, and so cool. that shit. So McWomble is talking live. We, we must we must listen to the McWomble. Um, he says, quote, <laughs> if you it? can catch it. Sorry, quote, if you catch something, of course, you can you can't you catch it in midair. You can't catch something off the floor. Um, oh God, what a fucking pedantic. And asshole. then sorry, go watch the rugby. Or sorry, something. sorry, your hangover. sorry. Catch leave, something leave on the floor. <laughs> and then, quote, um, <laughs> Oh, what what, is, what, what the fuck what, is this no, show what, and tell bullshit? <laughs> yes, show and tell bullshit. And uh, I, I, I'm sorry, McWomble, if you watch the episode back, there's plenty of show and tell in this episode. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of off-camera show and tell. It's a lot of, a lot that's of what that's what this episode should be called. So I'm sorry for the show, audio yeah. listeners. You have not seen the real experience of this episode because there's a lot of show and tell today. Um, Burkoff, the answer to my even when. Sorry, one thing. I'm glad that even when he's not on the show, that McWomble is, he wants to preserve our mild, mildly antagonistic relationship. So I, right. I do appreciate that. He's he's just trying to be consistent. So uh, as much as I told you to go away and watch the rugby or something, I do appreciate you um, picking apart uh, things that I say and do. So. No, he should have made it earlier when I was making my uh, my redaction. Um, uh, <laughs> Burkoff, what's, uh, what's the answer to... What are the two things... Uh, <laughs> I'll make sure to name make the name of the ep of the episode. <laughs> yes, call it show and tell, please. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think I think Pixel Games, um, anything from the 16-bit era and before, um, really benefits from having that uh, CRG Give me a game. experience. Give me a game. Come on. Come on. I mean, I'll throw I'll throw Final Fantasy VI at you because uh, Evan already showed that off. I'll throw Chrono Trigger at you. Um, I will throw Missile Command uh, on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred at you. Um, Centipede and that kind of stuff. Um, and anything that's from the thirty-two bit era and forward does actually benefit from a lot of the quality of life and like visual enhancement stuff. Um, so yeah, there's the 32 bit Final Fantasy 7 and 8, and what is that, Resident Evil 2? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Biohazard. What is the, what's the price on that? 10 bucks? A dollar. What? Really? This is also a, this is also a dollar. Dang. Get the fuck this out of here. This, this is before Japan realized that everyone wants to pay a shit ton of money for games. And you could get everything really, really cheap. They found out years and years later, and have the prices are have skyrocketed <laughs> since. But I got all wow. of these before that, that happened. Wow. Okay. Lucky. There's, there's Suikoden two for a dollar as well. All right. What's no the what's the way. what's, what's oh the game you're God. willing to compromise, Burkoff? What's one you're willing to compromise? Um, Final Fantasy seven. That's the one I'll compromise on. <laughs> okay. I dude, I had high hopes. Like I thought remake was going to be phenomenal. 
You the haven't graphics, played it. You can't say the anything. Graphics, the graphics are amazing, but they, you can't they just say anything about it. You, ne- you damn you! You played a demo. I, played the demo. I, I understand what he's saying. Yeah. I like the game, but I understand why he doesn't like it. Um, I bought no I bought Star Wars Jedi Outcast on PlayStation. It was unplayable on controller without aim assist. Oh, yeah. yeah, Keith has mentioned that before. I have not bought that game because he said that he had such a fucking terrible time with it. Now, before um, before we wrap up this episode, Burkoff, do you have something that you can pull off camera for show and tell? <laughs> well, no, I just have my... my old- Oh, you did show that. Never mind. Everyone had one thing for show and tell. That's good. That's good. That's good. Teachers happy. Teachers happy. Show and tell happened today. (laughs) Um, It's a great class, everybody. Oh, look at all the amiibo. Oh, everyone. It's only because he's he's in the new studio. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I just got got shit within. Man, I'm going to pull a Mitch Um, every episode. (laughs) Because he will will reprimand me for not keeping on topic and talking about utter bullshit. Hold on. I guess. It's got to be, be, be a Resident Evil 2, Mitch. Come on. No, I got. What do we got? Final. PS3. Kingdom Hearts? Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. And then I got. Oh. Well, my mom smartly packed these. All right. If... All these games. So, Mass Effect. Keith! Keith! I have right, Mass Effect uh... for show and tell! <laughs> I got, Mass effects for, <laughs> I got Mass Effect for show and tell. Like be proud. Media. Be proud of yeah. me. I brought Mass yeah. Effect for show and tell, Keith. Just screen, screen cap this. Yeah, this is the. This is going to be the fucking image. I don't know if I have any Look at all this shit Evan spent thousands like, of dollars on that Her Majesty doesn't understand why. I feel like my, uh, my Colony Wars. So as sure. as as everyone is showing off their their stuff, I will tell you we are Pixel Pints. Uh, you can find us streaming live on Twitch.tv/PixelPints every single weekend. If you want to know when we go, oh, Mass Effect wins the episode. Yes, it does, Keith. If you want to find us on, uh, if you want to find us on, uh, know when we go live. You can follow us on Twitter at Pixel underscore Pints or on Instagram at Pixel Pints Pod. Every episode is archived on Twitch, but also is on YouTube. Go to Pixel Pints and find us. This episode is a YouTube accentuated episode. I would say it's a must see. <laughs> it's it's a standard. It's a you standard. Gotta, you gotta have the video. Yeah. yeah, you need the video today. I'm sorry. So audio listeners, I'm sorry. Go to the video. Um, but you can find us on all the podcast service servicers around the globe wherever you get your podcast just look up pixel pints and we are right there hanging out with you every single weekend it my name is mitch i'm hosting it is burkoff it is evan <laughs> sorry all, uh, t- all three of us and tickle in my throat um and i don't have the music ready so i need to dist- someone say something for or evan show and show something uh, for as quick as i can here's here's my turbographic 16 copy of alien crush this is one of the best pinball games ever made uh, dude uh, what's the uh what's the game silent something where it's like a first person dungeon crawler oh silent debuggers is that my dad yeah. and on that note gentlemen my dad beat that game yeah it's great we are out uh, i started playing that but it was hard super hard. It's super confusing to get through that space station level. Yeah. I can never
it all over this room. Luckily, I don't have to clean it up. I'm gonna leave it this way.